Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. On today's episode, we're going to talk about camping out. See, I don't remember ever camping. Do you? No, we did not even venture (laughs) the idea. Like, it wasn't even broached. We had family that would do it, and... I don't know. At that time, I felt, for whatever reason, we were left out, and I was perfectly happy with that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, like bugs. I'm not feeling rejected. Possibly wet stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So when we got together this summer, though, we kind of entered. Up. I don't know what ran through your mind at first, because I know the camping thing wasn't like really well thought out. It was kind of like, oh, you're in town and this weekend we were planning on camping out. So if you want to join us, <laughs> that's kind of how it went down. And definitely so, my first remark was like, oh, what is this going to entail? In this, like, I think about weather and like what everything is going to be like, is it going to be damp after? Will it have rained recently? Like things like that. Cause that just gets everything gross. But then I wondered about like comfort. Like, um, I think the one thing of actually being out there that I didn't anticipate was dew and the way temperature changes and then everything gets kind of moist. Like, so I, I had the right sense from the idea but I didn't know what was going to cause that I thought it was just going to be like the conditions and it's not that it's that actually there's you really are in every element um so I think my first impact the my first like uh reaction was caution of like let me make sure I you know I'm a very city girl like I'm like make sure I charge everything and I have backup options and my iPad is ready and my phone is like if I can't sleep my headphones are charged um because I knew the kids would entertain each other I just thought I would get to a point that I was like I'm good I don't need to be out here and this was and everyone let's um give you all the details this was not like in the woods <laughs> in someone's backyard but small steps enough nature steps. for me yeah to, to get a sense yeah it was the wild though because it was south mm-hmm. carolina <laughs> so mm-hmm. let me just clarify that for people just kidding but no it, it was nice because you start small right so mm-hmm. because of the littles that we had with us you know and some of my kids had never been camping before so this was a good way to expose them to find out if they are true campers and really like to be out there in nature and so we did camp in a friend's backyard And the awesome thing with that, though, was that you always had a backup plan, right? Like if it wasn't going according to plan and there were tears and crying and fussing, it was okay to retreat to the house. Yeah, and And for the first time, you weren't roughing it with using the facilities. 
there was a real bathroom. So I think that was also the baby step that I could deal with. Yeah. And it was a good one. And so know your people, (laughs) know, know how they, um, how far they can go, their comfort zone. But, and then the other, go ahead. I think the curious part though, is that the kids still just feed off of the fact that it's a sleepover. Um, we were staying with you guys, so we were sleeping in the same home regardless, but it was this idea of how late can we stay up? What snacks are we eating? Who's next to whom? Um, and it's that euphoria of like, we don't want it to ever end. They conked out, but <laughs> they didn't want it to end. So that I found really curious because I'm like, it doesn't really matter where they are. It's just how they feed off of each other's company and energy to get excited. Um, so that was kind of endearing to see of how they their dynamic was. Um, and as every venture is with a family trip, because it is no vacation, all the adults just have work. So you have to think about the supplies that you need and you have to put up tents and you have to figure out food and keep it safe. And, you know, like, Again, we're in a backyard, but we did not want to invite company. And all of that lands on the adults. And the kids are like, what movie are we watching? When are we lighting the fire? I want s'mores. What are s'mores? I'm sleeping next to this one. No, I'm sleeping. Are we all in this tent? And they're just like figuring out their fun. And we are like assessing every situation. Yeah, make sure, sure no one ends up in the fire. Everyone. Yep. It's like, ah, don't step there and end up in the fire. Please stay back. So that's what I was going to say. Like activities is the key when you're camping with kids because all excited about being outside was that we had a movie rolling outside. So exposing them to something they've never done before on top of whether it's camping, right? Like uh, in addition to camping, like maybe they've never seen a campfire made of s'more or maybe they've never sat around the campfire and told scary stories, which we didn't do that this time. And I think we had s'mores in mind and we probably, I think we had to do them the next morning because the movie, the crowd, (laughs) Yeah, our age range wasn't really ready for an all-nighter. They weren't breaking night. No, no, but they were eating candy way later than they wanted them <laughs> to. Sure. And stargazing because uh, someone did bring their, <laughs> I think Sasha brought his telescope. So mm-hmm. they were stargazing. So there's just a lot of fun things to do out there. But like Meme said, as the adults, you got to make sure everyone's safe. And so the equipment piece, you know, if you're, Thinking about having a fun night out there with your family, camping in your backyard, um, trying to change things up and just have a little fun. Like there are tons of like fun little play tents that you can get at Walmart. You can even ask friends and borrow tents because that's kind of what we did because we had so many people. Um, And depending on the time of season, you might not need a sleeping bag per se. Right. So I think the other thing that's fun is that the size of tents vary. So what your sleeping arrangements are, again, thinking of the kids and how they bunked with each other um, or didn't because what they thought they could fit in the tiny kid's tent was way beyond what could actually fit in there. And 
but I think even that knowing that you could just have one piece of equipment that sleeps for six people and then, you know, you're just figuring out the other arrangements. Um, I really wasn't aware that a tent could, you know, hold so many people. And, and the whole concept that it's constructed in a way to like avoid rain getting into, like you would be damp if the weather was bad, but you wouldn't be drenched. Um, and I was kind of impressed by that because for me, it's like the comfort long-term. Like I'm okay if I have to wear boots or I have to layer up or, um, but I don't want to be like sopping wet and cold um, <laughs> out overnight. And so, and that's the idea in my head. Like no matter what season it is, when I think of camping, I'm like, oh, I'm in jeans that are wet and dirt. And that's not even what I should be wearing camping. So um, I think the fact that all the equipment when you actually see it like functioning, it shows you how it kind of serves to deal with the elements and deal with different weather and, you know, keep you warm and safe and dry, um, which I think through the night gives you that peace of mind. As, so, as long as you've secured food and you're not inviting, you know, when you're camping for real, inviting bears or even that the you're following the directions. If there's a bear box and you're putting your things in there and you're not letting, you just have to be more conscientious because I think that's the thing that not camping kind of breeds. It's like, you'll go to a park and you'll barbecue, you'll go to the beach and, and the worst you do is like, you drop something and the seagull comes down. But like, if you're not safe camping, you're definitely risking a lot more. Uh, and like the Ramses. Your guards down <laughs> if that's not what you do regularly because you're just so used to being pretty deep and f- behind several layers away from nature and things that are kind of you know running out of your control yes which reminds me the Ramsey's first camping trip <laughs> or the one that I it was my first camping trip because I believe my husband camped before we actually went to Yellowstone And so it took me about six months to mentally prepare myself for this trip. And so I was going to camp in the Grand Tetons and Yellowstone National Park with my husband, Steve, my brother, Dave, uh, my older son, um, Sasha, and then Sam and Ezekiel. And I think Ezekiel was one and a half at the time. So, um, if so you're mentally... all along who was the braver of the two of us, you just got your answer. <laughs> so, because I'm not like, going oh. into nature, and I'm certainly not going with that tribe of personalities for that amount of time. Yeah, it was definitely hazardous because people could <laughs> the, many times during the trip, people were over cliffs. <laughs> Let's just say that. It's like, where's Theo Dave going now? Please don't follow him. <laughs> please. Uh, But talking about following the direction. So I think before this experience, I mean, my brother Dave had camped maybe one or two times before us. And I think because he was living out in California, we figured, you know, he's more rough than we are. So (laughs) out in the mountains or whatever. So we would rely on his advice. And so our first night out camping where we made corn We had an awesome campfire dinner. We go to sleep. We're all sleeping in the tent. We bought like this 10 person tent. So we're all in there together. And I start hearing a bear growl. And I'm like, what? I'm like, is that a bear? Because I have never heard a bear. And even 
going to school in Virginia, so I never saw a black bear or anything. So I turned to my husband, I'm like, uh, Steve, I think that's a bear. He's like, just stay quiet. Which, by the way, listeners, that is not what you do when a bear is near your tent. You freak out. You go crazy to scare them off. But thankfully, these bears at Yellowstone were well-trained and didn't really care about us. They just cared the fact that we didn't put our stuff in the bear box and thanked us and kept on moving. But yes, do not do that. (laughs) Read as much as you can before you actually go out into the wilderness so terrible things don't come your way. (laughs) So we, though, found out, like, the proper way to figure out, like, how to handle a bear. At lunch the next day at one of the Yellowstone cafeterias, thank you, Yellowstone National Park, for putting on your catch-up bottles what to do when confronted with a bear. Because <laughs> it's a freaking event at Yellowstone. So, <laughs> which I quickly read and told my husband, you were going to kill us all! <laughs> we were supposed to make noise! <laughs> That's why they have those bear horns and all that stuff. So, good times. You do build tons of good memories while camping. But back to our backyard experience, and this is the sad note, (laughs) is that although I camped for 10 days straight in Yellowstone, uh, camping in the backyard, I actually didn't even get the joy of sleeping in the tent. Because my little guy, Philip, who wasn't there during Yellowstone, he was our new camper, did not want to sleep in a tent. (laughs) He refused to go in the tent. And I don't know if it was because it was too dark or smelly (laughs) i don't know or he had a choice yeah he had a choice i guess he would have been sleeping in the car in yellowstone because the car was very (laughs) close to the tent um sleeping in the minivan but yeah he refused (laughs) to sleep in the tent so much so that i went inside with him i waited for him to pass out and i tried to do the scoop and move and he said no tent no tent (laughs) he woke up to tell me no tent and to put him back down on the couch. <laughs> so good thing he wasn't with us in Yellowstone. That's the only thing you had missing. Someone was just like pitching a fit every <laughs> about being there. Yeah. No, it's my other yeah. My other crew, the the rest of the crew is definitely one with nature. Uh, I think the antelopes and the moose kind of moved along when they saw them coming. They thought they were bears because they're just <laughs> wild. So they just love being outside. That's where they find their comfort. But I would say the other enjoyable thing about camping, if you're hesitant towards it or thinking about it, but it quite haven't committed yet to going camping with your family um, is the bonds that you create and the stories, right? So the movie night, the laughing about the dew in the morning and everybody waking up a little bit wet, um, minus me and Philip, and uh, just hearing the kids talk about the stars that they saw and the different positions of the moon and them trying to play in the sandbox, like the things that you have out in your backyard at night, um, And just hearing them giggle and have fun and sneak candy into the tent. Like, just the memories are really awesome. And they last for years. Yeah, and I'm officially converted. Um, We didn't get... We were hoping that by this episode, um, my family would have squeezed in a fall, early fall um, camping trip. But it didn't pan out exactly because... 
news to anyone who doesn't camp. There's other people who like plan this and it's part of their regular family vacation and time away. And so there were no reservations to be made. Um, everything was booked up. Um, but a colleague of mine shared another location that I think I would consider next time. And I, I definitely think I um, would want to make sure this is something that the kids have experienced way sooner than I did just for exposure, for comfort, for knowing more about themselves um, and, and building those bonds, like Adina was saying. And it builds resilience because... <laughs> you got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. And um, when there's like no bathrooms or showers for many days, you know, you realize how much you love people, (laughs) no matter what they smell or look like. Um, And you really appreciate the time of year that you choose to go camping. So I would say if you're a new beginner camper, what works for us is the July beginning fall time frame because there's hardly any bugs. I'm a huge like anti-bug person. Mm-hmm. So when we went camping at Yellowstone, I made sure and even camping in the backyard, I said, bug spray. <laughs> like we're spraying everybody down multiple times and that off, like everything off <laughs> because we didn't want to get eaten by mosquitoes. Um but thankfully like get around like this beginning fall time and even July time in like over out west in Yellowstone, it was like the perfect temperature. So you're not dealing with bugs or too much rainfall. Um, so for a beginner, I would say um, look for that time of year and then look for spots where you can actually camp and park your car right next to your tent. <laughs> so you always have a backup plan. Because <laughs> um, I know I have some coworkers and some people that are real like nature folks. Um and they're all about like backpacking through the woods. I said, yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I'm not a backpacker. Not yet. So memes, any other torn tips for our folks that are thinking about embracing the great outdoors? No, I would say do it. I would say plan. Um, either do it with just your family or another family that you already know your dynamic traveling together to, you know, so that the kids have more people to, you know, make it more fun and and they feel that excitement of the sleepover or the doing new activities together. Um, But embrace it. I think it's one that will like make your family all together, like have a different outlook um, what they approach together. So they, and I vote for it and I encourage you to embrace it. Yeah. And take a friend that's been before <laughs> and survived. <laughs> yeah. So. If you don't find this, if you don't bring a fire starter kit, have a fire starter with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Um, but Torrent Tribe, let us know about your camping experiences, funny times, awesome times, beautiful sights. Send them in. Um, we would love to hear about them. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. 
So, Meme, what's mending you this week? I think um, my new workout um, muse. So I I joined um, Fabiana. I can't think of her last name right now, but she does a queen warrior workout, which is a private live group. Um, She gets about a thousand people on there at once. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And there's something very positive about her affirmations, about how she pushes you through when you're saying, I'm dripping sweat and you're complaining. She's telling us to stop complaining. She's, well, there's people commenting way more than I would be. I'm commenting because I'm working out. And I'm like, I don't know how you <laughs> They're are sitting on the couch. Uh, this is so painful. <laughs> Um, and, but she also takes the feedback of like, okay, not so many gaps in between, or she gives suggestions of like, okay, do like a jump rope or like, uh, jumping jacks in between because she, I can tell that she is very in tune with people who are maybe like making a transformation for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, she became a mom. And then after the East coast, uh, hit quarantine time after March 23rd, she started her journey um, just, you know, get the snap back and get her body back under control. Um, but she's very positive. Um, and it's an intense workout. It, it's probably more strength building than I've ever done. Um, but I'm enjoying finding that circle, hearing her voice, having that motivation. Um, and I think even Sophie in coming in from her grandmother's and seeing me first, you know, it was like I had to brief her and let her know this new thing I was doing. So she came in and was like, what is this? Who is, who, who, who is this <laughs> talking at you from Instagram? What's happening? And she like had a total judgmental face. And then the second day it was like, oh, it, you're doing this again. But it was again, it was <laughs> like you did not run this by me. I didn't know this was regularly programmed, you know, regularly scheduled programming for you. And she's, but just giving her that example of like, hey, you can try new things and you can find different people who are doing the things you're into and, um, you know, try things, venture out. And I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. My jaw dropped, people, when I heard that she was doing a regular scheduled workout where that involves sweating and not just sitting and stretching yoga style. Um, so... Muse is about to have abs. I'm jealous of that. That's one thing. Like the woman's abs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're pretty sick. I know. I wish I could just look at them and have them too. Because <laughs> uh, we all need that snap back after pregnancy. Oh. Heaven help us. Um, <laughs> so. I might. I, I'm probably going to be joining that workout soon, people. What's your mend this week? My mend this week was my past weekend. I actually got to bring home my college son uh, for a weekend. You know, Uh, hadn't seen him for a month. Even though my husband's like, you talk to him every day. Well, of course, people, come on, talk to your kids every day. It was a little longer than a month. Yeah, that's what I said, Mm -hmm. but he narrowed it down to a month. So (laughs) I'll go with his time frame. it was more like six weeks, but yes. <laughs> but yes, talk to your kids every day and encourage them to talk to you every day. A little bit here and there. It doesn't hurt. 
Because, oh my gosh, that, that's what made us laugh. And that was my true men was that even though we touch base once a day, we still had so much to talk about on the two-hour car ride home, all the time that he was here, and then even the two-hour car ride back to school. Um, he just has so much going on. And there's so much going on in the world that there was just so much to talk about. <laughs> And, and his brothers really enjoyed having him home. They were all over him, trying to stay up late with him, playing all these different games. Um, and we got to celebrate his congressional award. So, because he was a gold medalist for the congressional award. Um, so, seeing him receive his gold medal and being able to network with a couple of different people in Congress and our senator and governors here in North Carolina, it, it was just exciting to see. Um, but yes, and then it was super hard, you know, I, I needed another men to bind me together, um, <laughs> you know, after dropping him off and having such an awesome weekend. Uh, so I, I kind of along the same vein, I kind of have two. So it was hanging out with Sasha over the weekend, but, and then to get past the loneliness, even though I still got a house full of people, um, running, I actually got to run this week. A couple of times, which was really nice because the weather, it's all about oh, the weather, yeah. people. It is nice, crisp fall weather. Yay! <laughs> so you can run at any time of the day, right? So it's just amazing because I hate having to wake up at 5 a.m. to beat the heat or running super late at night to avoid the heat. <laughs> um, so the fact that fall is here officially in North Carolina and you can run at any point in the day. That was another mend. So folks, we want to hear your mends. What's keeping you together during these times? Um, or just simply what is, uh, the torn tribe going through and struggling with. If you have suggestions on any episodes that you would like to hear, any topics you would like to hear us talk about, um, send them in and memes. Tell our folks how to stay connected. So please send us your mens, your anecdotes, uh, suggestions for episodes, critiques, feedback to tornmlb at gmail.com. And we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handle is torn MLB. Thanks for listening. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.